Christmas classic from Boney M to start us off in Mary's boy child. Boney M, PJ, your dad's favourite, eh? <laughs> he loved it. He absolutely loved it, so get, he did. Get Boney M and the Wolf Tones on and Nana Mascuri. And that'd be, that he'd be, uh, that's what he's listening to in heaven at the moment. <laughs> that's what is, that was his absolute overall. What was the other one? We missed one, didn't we? There was Boney M, Wolf yes, Tones, we Nana Mascuri. The man with the magic flute, Mr. James Galway. James Galway. Is the other one that was on the list, yeah? Yeah, uh, yeah, because we did say it would be the greatest uh, soiree I ever given. You, he was, if, you, if he even thought they'd be in the same room, I don't think he'd be able. It collapsed. <sighs> Incredible. Morning, folks. Uh, just nine minutes past six o'clock on this Tuesday, 22nd of December. I uh, hope you're in good form. Thank you so much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Uh, thank you for all the WhatsApps as well. 087 Wait, poor old John. John Heavey, the texts a lot, so WhatsApps a lot. Yeah. Looking forward to Friday because it's only day off over the whole kind of festive shenanigans. And what's wrong with that, Cratchit? <laughs> I suppose you think everybody should have days off just because it's Christmas, Mr. Cratchit. <sighs> oh, but Tiny Tim was, oh, bo, 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 go, you enjoy God, it. only Christmas. Mind you, a lot of the American kind of... Uh, carry on they only have Christmas Day don't they yeah 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 they they, they do it much better than we do it really you know but it's I mean a, hang a second around. Christmas Day is on a Friday so he's not even getting just like a normal Saturday or Sunday either he gets a long weekend he's not he's only got Friday that's all he's getting off what do you do John will you let us know what you do yeah what, 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 unless he, what is he, a rocket scientist or something? Who knows? I don't, nobody needs rockets in the, the Christmas <laughs> week either. So I, I need it now. We've got going. to get to the moon. Even there, it's a rocket. We haven't been there since 1969. Calm your journeys. We'll be there soon. There's no time for figgy pudding. We need to get to the moon now. He's been saying that every day for, 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 for nearly 50 years. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, he's a baker for Dunn Stores, oh, John is. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, that's much more important than a rocket yeah. fella. And look, there's the Lily White looking for an L bit of bloom and bit of sympathy as well. Delivery he's the same. He only gets Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Well, well, I don't know, lads. I think this is, you sound like you have it sewn up. What about poor old PJ Galler? He's working Christmas Day. Yes, I am. So yeah. take that, Cratchit. Okay, after that, he's not back till nearly February. But that's not Excuse the point. Excuse me. I'll be back here with you. On the 4th of January. That's it's it. a mere nine days. <laughs> it's a mere it's a mere nine times yeah. what those lads have. All we get, we get a paltry nine days off over oh, Christmas. Oh, God, it's hardly worth it. Come on, John. Lily White, for God's sake. I mean, think your, of us, will you? Stop yeah, thinking about yourselves all the time. Full day off with for Christmas Day. Day. The entire, all 24 hours of it. Unreal. You have all to yourself. You can't please people, Jim. You can't please it's rough. them. We should say uh, welcome back to Damien as well. How are you, Damien? Double D, he's back. I think he might be back from a stretch, to be honest. Oh, right. Was he doing a bit of a... I don't know. He might have been doing a bit of porridge. A bit of a state holiday, yeah? <laughs> Fair enough. Well, ask no questions. Welcome back to the, ro- to the world. What a desperate thing to do, to just completely cast aspersions on someone that you've never met. Uh, look, you know what I mean? I have a feeling. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? They say, trust your gut, Jim. Trust your gut. Uh, if you call yourself Double Z, there's a reason for it. Six months and all. Crowded house, it's only natural here at Classic Hits. Almost a quarter past six on this Tuesday, 22nd of December. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Birthdays are not great today, buddy, I'm afraid. Oh, yeah, okay. Mind you, sometimes that sort of works in your favour. You took the words right out of my mouth, I was just going to say. Sometimes the... Sometimes knowledge is a dangerous thing when it comes to the birthday game. That's a very good point. A little yeah. knowledge can be a dangerous it thing. can, yeah. You're dead right, Mr. PJ Gallagher. <laughs> uh, right, let's start with this one. The Noel Edmonds. Noel Edmonds, is yes. celebrating his birthday today. That's a good one. I'll tell you something. Here's a lad now that, you know... He he was on the radio when when it was good to be on the radio. Oh yeah, this when was, you made millions and oh, had cars and all of that. He stuff. was a lad. He, when he was on radio, lads had helicopters. Yeah, like he yeah. he owned, owned a helicopter. Isn't that mad? Isn't it? And as you say, big petrol head, big yeah. into sports cars. They, oh my! And you God. got them all for free, didn't you? They back were, then, they were like huge celebrities. They were respected. They had a bit of respect for yeah. the stuff they did on the radio. Not like nowadays. Nowadays you're the same. It's just gone to Instagram <laughs> and YouTube. Yeah, now, exactly. That's yeah. where it's all YouTubers now. Anybody can do it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, my God. And the other thing about it is, he was on I'm a Celebrity. They reckon he was the, uh, the highest paid. You know the way they have to give them incentives oh, to go Yeah, win. of course they do. They reckon he was the highest. Half a million quid, they reckon. 
they offered him to go in and do I'm a Celebrity. Jeepers. Can you even imagine? I mean, to be honest with you now, I would never. Still don't. Not that I'd ever be asked, thankfully. Yeah. But I would never do it because I just wouldn't. I couldn't do that. Eating, no, I'm just saying. That's the one. Not a any of those. I don't, there's like, no money in the world. I reckon I could do the old mind over matter when it came to creepy crawlies and yeah, and horrible all of things. that. I'm lying down in rats and all, no problem. Yeah, but oh my CD god, eating, eating, couldn't do it. Oh, couldn't do it. No, I, the only I know, way. I, my gag reflex would go, even if I wanted yeah. to try it. I, I couldn't hold no, it down. No, I wouldn't be able. To, I, yeah. Well, I just I'd straight away they'd bring out. <laughs> Oh, you have a bullfrog and be like, yeah, no, I'm not doing it. We're all going to starve tonight. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm not doing it. I'm just not even going to try. I'm not even going to try. I don't care how angry people get. I'm not even so going to try. So Anton Deck will be there going, well, you're here now, so you may as well give no, it a go. No, no. What about giving it a go? No, no. I've no interest in it. Well, like nobody in the camp will eat tonight. I couldn't care less. I couldn't care less. I don't like any of them. I've never even met them before last week. They yeah. mean nothing to me. Brilliant. They mean oh nothing my God. to me. Please let PJ Gallagher be on I'm a Celebrity. Just for the for yeah. the sheer absolute chaos yeah, and no, aggravation that would absolutely be Absolutely not. I mean, I to be going back and somebody like somebody like I don't know, some made in Chelsea star would be saying, So PJ, did you get you know no. what did you have to do? Did you get any meals? I didn't have to any do anything. Stars? No, I didn't have to do anything. No. I didn't have to do anything. Really? What was the challenge? I wanted me to eat a dog poo and I just didn't try. <laughs> just didn't even make a try. I didn't even bother starting. To be honest, I just says I don't care about anything that's going on here. I did, I'm here for the money and I didn't want to have a go. Oh, yeah. please let that happen. <laughs> please let that happen. Yeah. Right, okay. Noel Edmonds, what do you think? And of course, we should also credit Noel Edmonds, one of our favourites back in the day. Crinkly Bottom. Oh, the best ever. Yeah. It was just so funny. And anyone that thinks Mr. Blobby isn't funny is a broken human. It is one of the funniest things <laughs> I have ever seen. Oh, it's my just, God. Uh, you can't help yourself. Even if you're so trying to tell yourself, funny. this is stupid. You're la- laughing at a big <laughs> man in a suit. He just falls over. He can't get stuck in a door. <laughs> so funny, man. It's just so funny. It is. Uh, i got to say that uh, Noel Edmonds is not a young man. I'd say he's about 82. 72. Oh, sugar. 72. Oh, fat anyway. <laughs> right, God. what about this? Rafe Fines. Rafe Fines. Oh, yeah, yes. Do you yes, know who I always, I always confuse Rafe Fines yes. with Rupert Everett. Right? Right, yeah. And Hank Azaria. I For some reason, I, I can get three of those two, yeah. mixed up. All the time, they, they, very, they have a very similar buzz going on. Though, I don't know what it is about them, but I always confuse them. Oh yeah, yeah, I can see where you're going, though. Do you know that way? Like it's an easy mistake to make. If the three of them were in a room, you'd be there going, "Which is which again? Yeah, yeah. Which go on? Oh gee, but why don't they wear name badges? <laughs> this is getting stupid now." Yeah, actually, to be honest with you, you'd if like, Ray finds Rupert Everest and Hank Azaria ever appear in the same movie, yeah, you'd be like, I'm, I, "I've lost I'm, track of this." Uh, that's it. I think it's a the world will implode. Yeah, you're like, I don't know what's going on here. Is this the same fella now? All the time. Why, why is he doing two different jobs? Yeah. Well, I thought he was the baddie, and now he's the goodie. What's going on? Why, they all have the same wife, do they? What's going on here? Uh, right. I, I, I think, to be fair, Rafe Fiennes is the better actor of the two. I would say so, yeah. He definitely has the better reputation anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm going to... What age is he? It's very hard to put an age on him. He's one of those sort yeah. of like forever handsome chaps... Uh, it says 61. Not bad, to be really? fair. 58. Okay. Oh, okay, 58, right. not too bad at all. Right, now it gets a little bit more ropey. It's Vanessa Paradis' oh, birthday today. Oh, I love Vanessa Paradis! Former Mrs. Oh. Johnny Depp. Now, she, is she the one who... Is she the, the, no, she's not. It's Which? Amber Heard. Oh, no, Amber Heard right, with the court okay. case. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah no. Yeah. no but Vanessa Paradis was a, long, was a goner a long, long time ago. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, but she stood by Johnny Depp. Yeah, what was it? What, she had She's Jola Taxi. Jola Taxi, yeah. Jola, ta- Jola Taxi. Mm-hmm. Something yeah. with the yellow car. And <laughs> did, she, did she ever do anything else? Just out of curiosity. Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, that. Was she probably did it in, if she did, she did it in French. Yes. Yeah. Or something. She, she's probably big in the French speaking <laughs> m- monde. Uh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. She was, uh, but she did Jola Taxi, and apparently she was very, very talented, but she was like so young. When Jola Taxi was out, I think she was only yeah. a teenager. Like, yeah, because I'm just looking at her age here now, and I'm thinking she was married to Johnny Depp. Now I don't know how old Johnny Depp is. Yeah, he's a bit but older. I assumed than her now. he would have been older than that. Yeah, no, I think she's not. For, uh, I'm pretty sure she's around my age. Maybe a go bit older. It. Go on, go for it. Forty nine. Oh, forty eight. Oh, fat. Forty eight. There you go. Yeah, you weren't far off. Yeah, she's been in my head for, for about thirty years now, Jim. Oh, I, so, <laughs> I couldn't tell you what she looks like. 
Can you picture her? Yeah, I can actually. You know, she's the most French-looking woman. Like she's she. Does she just constantly stare out windows? Is she always in black and white? Yeah, black and white, smoking a fag with her hair all messed up. You know Wear, what I mean? Wearing an oversized man's shirt. Yeah, yeah, a Breton striped shirt, and it's, and it's a man's one. Perfect, perfect. Yes. Right, what about Gorgeous. this? One of my favourites to finish. Do you know who Ricky Ross is? No, that doesn't ring a bell at all. Ricky Ross is the lead singer of Deacon Blue. Oh! I used to love Deacon Blue. The most underrated band Aren't of the they? entire 80s. Thank you, PJ Of the Gallagher. entire 80s, the most underrated band. I think so, absolutely. I think he's a, I think he's a bit of a little genius kind yeah. of guy. They and haven't still, a single bad song. Oh, that album, like, um, oh, now oh, I can't the remember the name of the album. The one with all with, with, yeah, with real, real gone, gone kid, kid and chocolate girl so and brilliant. Fergus sings the blues. Oh, yeah, Some of the town is it? I can't remember now. Can't remember now. Oh but there's God. not a single bad song on it. It's like great, it's isn't brilliant. It? I think brilliant they're super. Album. I used to love them. Um, I gotta say, what age is he now? He's like around. He was around there like all the. He's in his fifties anyway. Fifty-six. Sixty-three. Oh, fuck God's sake! <laughs> he even gave me a half of a hint in the middle of that. I still didn't get it right. And now you're up to date in the home of the Nile Boylan Show weekdays from twelve. This is Classic Hits. Good stuff, Tara. Thanks a million. Six thirty-four. How are you this morning? I'm good. Let's get the business of the day out of the way. We have our first firm of Christmas week. Wow. Oh. We have. I tell you. <laughs> Sorry, I did. I was a bit, was a bit concerned where PJ might have gone with that. Well, but I yes, presume our first uh, firm one of the week. Uh-huh. Do we? Yes. Okay. Well, that is good news. It is good news. That'll make it because I mean, you do need a bit of a chill to have that Christmas feel I at all, don't you? Completely agree. Don't you agree, PJ? No, I don't. I mean, let's face it. Whatever about Christmas, a cold Christmas. <laughs> That's your idea of heaven, isn't it? We have sleet today, and the joy oh, in my God. heart when I read that on the Met Air. Oh no! Don't be going, Don't be doing morning. anything that messes around with the roads or anything. Sleet high ground, high ground. Yes, so. exactly. Yes, don't exactly. be doing. Those of us are on high ground. <laughs> God's sake! Oh jeez. It's okay, PJ. You and me are down. He'll low. be sliding oh, down the mountain. <laughs> He'll be sliding he down. Was, he was sliding down the mountain when he crashed. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, so is, it, is this the turn? Are we starting to get chilly now? Uh, I don't know. No, I think it's just, it's fleeting. It's for a few days. But me and my good pal, Alan, we've been conversing. I don't <laughs> know. You see, weather. I'm not sure whether Alan reads the weather or tries to make it. I know. I don't know yeah. what he does be doing down there in Carlo. I think he does be stirring a big pot. You think? I get I the have feeling. N- I have newt and wing of bat. There's something very witchy wizardy about him already. Isn't there? Sure. That's why Isn't I there? love him so much. Yeah, yeah. But Tara's he's, there he's, sending requests. He's, he's Desperately trying to uh, to organise snow for me in the days after Christmas. Wow! No, I mean he, there there is a legitimate uh, chilly, cold spell of weather that looks to be heading our way. Oh. I've been watching Alan's graphs almost on an hourly basis on Twitter for the past few days. Yeah. He can't promise snow just yet, right? But that's mad, isn't it? That's mad. Are looking favourable. Tara staring at us and, and people wondering, are you, are you waiting for Santa to arrive? No, no. I'm waiting for the beast from the east. Oh, yeah. <laughs> isn't it like, it's like someone summoning the devil or something, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I do snow dances. You know, the Native Americans do rain dances. I do snow dances. What are we working with? I know, pizza? yeah, I tell what you something. What is going on here? It's very occultish all together. Isn't it? These, yeah, it's yeah. all gotten very dark very so quickly. She's like, she's like something in Macbeth that's killed off the other two. She's going to have all the snow for herself. <laughs> Listen, people of Ireland, if we're ever found... Well, actually, I was going to say if we're ever found eaten, but you wouldn't find us then. <laughs> Christmas classic, Fry Height. I like I that one. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. Keeping the dream alive. You're not alone, Anita. WhatsApped in to say that she loves that, thinks it's a beautiful song. It is. It's a very good one, that one. Do you think the bloke at the start of that sounds a bit Paul McCartney-ish? He very much... I always think of Paul McCartney. Doesn't it? That. Yeah, Like, always. if somebody told you Wings sang that, you'd kind of believe it nearly. Oh, if someone told me this is the pipes of peace now, it's the bit that you never hear exactly. the start, I'd be like, no way. Exactly. Yeah, I'd totally believe Well, of course I wouldn't say no way, because I'd believe it. <laughs> Fry Hyde keeping the dream alive, a Christmas classic here, a classic hits in the communards. Don't leave me this way. So as I say, Anita loves a bit of Fry Hyde. And, uh, and John in Dublin Bus was on wishing us Merry Christmas. Very thank you very much. Very thank very you. Very thank you very much now for that. <laughs> very thank you very much. I'd just like to say, John, very thank you very much. And very thank you very much for being a very good man. To you and all in Dublin Bus. Tell you, we're always well sorted for a lift on this show. 
Very much so, lot, yeah. A lot of Dublin bus, a uh, lot of the um, lot lot of truckers, truckers. Loads of truckers. A lot of delivery people. The posties, of course. If you want to get a lift on if you want to a get bike. A, I don't, have you seen those things, the posty bikes that they have now? The sort of little wagon yokes, the little electric sort of cycle yokes. Have you oh, seen right, them? no. Very funny little things, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mind you, there probably was no room to give us a lift on them. I don't know why I brought them up. I just... <laughs> Went somewhere Why in. not? Why not? Yeah. Anyway, listen, 087 By the way, Rain Town is the album we were trying to think of, the Deacon Blue album. Few oh, people, that's it, yeah. Few people actually, including Fantastic. your including your mate, uh, Bomber Brown. The oh, butcher, yeah. The Butcher Brown. Oh, Butcher Brown. Is, uh, he's, he stuck his head out of his hole yet. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, he, didn't, he didn't mention the other day, funnily enough. Did he not? No. I heard he has six black eyes. I don't know where he got them from. I didn't know what. I think I think somebody was saying that he's six to death of people reminding him I about bet the results. He is, yeah, well, you know, he was happy in the haze of a drunken hour, but thank God he's miserable now. <laughs> uh, so that's oh, all I know. Touche, PJ Keller. <laughs> that's a belter. Did that just come to you now? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For those yeah. of you who don't know, the butcher Brown, there, the uh, demon butcher of old Crumlin Town. Uh, is um, is a big Morrissey fan as well. Yeah, as well I know. As being a big Le- as if Leeds fan. Leeds wasn't bad enough. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the third miserable thing he's into is. God only knows. Uh, I'd say he's <laughs> under the cosh at the moment. My God, butchers must be absolutely like battered at the in the run up to Christmas. Must yeah, be crazy well, turkeys and hams and all oh, yeah. sorts. Hard old job there, you know. You know, cutting away and doing all that work and everything. And then you have to like have your football teams be humiliated <laughs> dreadfully while you're listening to the worst music ever made at the same time. It's not easy, man. It's not easy. It's not oh, easy. Man. I say he's it's hilarious, you... but it's not easy. I say he's glad he's texting now. Yeah. Wow. Well, have a great day. Happy Christmas. I hope you get nothing out of it. I'll be there wow. lovely, so well. Extraordinary. There you go. <laughs> Cheers, Pat. Thanks for the help on that one. Thanks for that. Right. Oh, Listen, yeah. what have we got for you today? Actually, since we mentioned Christmas, uh, one of the stalwarts, one of the mainstays of any Christmas, of course, is the Christmas panto. Oh, brilliant. This, this yeah. is where you go, oh, no, it isn't. Oh, no, it isn't. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. Yeah, well, where is it? <laughs> well, you see, that's the weird thing. It's kind of, it's, it, they're, they're doing it. I think this is going to work really well for them. They're doing it online, like they're streaming it. Oh, so yes. we're going to be talking to Ryan Andrews, of course, star of Fair City and star of the Olympia Panto, and they're doing it online. I, I think this, because to be honest with you, now I've never really been to a Panto, right? It's not really my bag. But I can imagine if you have kids who are into a Panto, right? Yeah. That, how, I mean, how easy would it be? You just gather around the telly. It sounds good. Yeah, you know, I know. You, just, you can still make your full day of it. You know, get a few treats in, sit around the telly, turn the lights off in the room, get yeah. into it. Yeah, you can still have a go. Anyway, we're going to chat to what the, to, uh, to Ryan Andrews from the Olympia Panto uh, a bit later on and find out what it's all about, how it's all going down. So that's on the way. Uh, also, of course, we did get the nod, courtesy of Magic Mike. We set Magic Mike a task yesterday. We sent him off into the jaws of doom that is Andy Bad News' office. <sighs> And he came back victorious. Yeah. It was like, tell you, it was like, I was, going, I was about to say it's like Jack and the Beanstalk. <laughs> it's a bit like that. Fee, five, fall, fum. Yeah. And he ran away with a double money he did. day. He got day. away with the golden goose or something. Anyway, uh, it's going to be a double money week. Every day we'll play for double money, 1500 euro on the uh, hit bit today so that's what we're going to do in about an hour's time there you go so we've all Pretty of that cool. yeah there's loads going on there's also a look at what Ireland would be like in 10 years is, is a bit of a, something to be chatting about and a man who lived as a turkey for uh, <laughs> for, for two years lived as a, as a turkey lived as a wild turkey yeah yeah I'll tell you something yeah yeah, yeah no, you think it's hard to find somebody more uh, miserable than, than the Bomber Brown but there you go you know what you should have done today is <laughs> I should have stayed in bed today classic Christmas classic from Band-Aid. Huge number one in the 80s, of course. And do they know it's Christmas here at Classic Hits? Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for doing that, folks. Thanks for letting us hang out with you. It's nine minutes past seven on this uh, Tuesday, 22nd of December. Actually, loads of people seem to be wrapping up for Christmas today. Yeah. I have a few texts in. Pa the plasterer. Good on you, Pa. He's wrapping up for Christmas today. A lot, of the, to you. a lot of the builders and stuff, because... Um, 
apart from part of the plaster, you know that um, you know that Sherrod Chancers, the Garrity Joinery crew. Oh, I know Tim. You know the way they've been dragging out that they've been travelling to Dublin, pretending they're doing a job. Yeah, for years now. Yeah, they've been yeah. dragging it out and dragging it out, and they're actually taking their Christmas holidays today. There's a lot of checkpoints around Ireland. Will the guards please have a look in that car? Thank you very much. Have they yeah. ever been? Have they, is there, we do. Do we ever know what they're working never, on? Never know. Never. They've mean, just yeah. been. Yeah. Oh, on we're a, going to we're going to Dublin to work on a really? job. A job. Yeah, on a job. Job, yeah. Tell you. Tell anyway, you listen, Garrity, I suppose in fairness, if you're dragging a job out that long, you would need a break from it. That's true, To take yeah. up a whole new batch of excuses and stuff. To be honest, yeah, like I come in here every day and I know how hard it is to come up with excuses, <laughs> so it must be a nightmare for you lads. Anyway, Merry Christmas to y'all. Right, uh, ten past seven, of course, the, um, you know, when Christmas is all out of the way and all that sort of stuff and people start talking about the new year. And what will the new year bring? Indeed, yeah. what will future years bring? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know something? You're after hitting the nail on the head. We don't know what in the name of God the next two weeks, what we're going exactly. to be living in the next two weeks. Yes, the scientists among us have predicted what how we will be living in the next 10 years. So what will Ireland look like in the year 2030 yes. is the big question. Will we, will we still have masks on? Oh my God! Will we still have trousers on? Like the world's so mad, <laughs> I don't know what to expect. Yeah. I really Imagine don't. that being in the history books. Yeah. Shortly after the year 2020, trousers were replaced by face masks. You're like what? <laughs> yes. You're no longer allowed to wear full pants, as you could be hiding something. Yes. And then the- nobody was ever seen from the waist down. Shortly after 2020. <laughs> What? Yeah, trust me, there's a logic. You'll know it when you see it. Uh, but here you go. So Neil, uh, th- so Neil Cotter um, went to see these people called Cara Augustenberg, who I know. I actually know her quite a few. I've met her, worked with her a few times. Really? Yeah, who's she's a, that? She's an American scientist, and she um, works out of UCD. Right, uh, and, and and of course, the nation now is holding its breath, wondering. How would PJ Gallagher have got to work closely with an American scientist? Jim, Jim, Jim. (laughs) How you mock. The simple fact is, I've been on many science shows. I've been involved in Science Week many times. They always need a stooge. Uh, So I've done that. Uh, Yes. Have you never heard the term lab rat? Yeah, excuse me, Jim. You you can't just keep putting rats in mazes. It's cruelty to animals. People, it's not a problem. Uh, So, Cara Augustenberg and a a guy I don't know, Fionn Rogan, um, well, they have like, you know, they work on this all the time. And here's what they think the world will look like in 2030. I wanted to start on one particular... um, topic on this because I know it'll make Jim so happy. Transport. Oh my yes, God. Yes, the clear winner, Jim. Clean transport. Oh, this is going to make you so happy. More people will have more access to safe cycling, oh which has God. the knock-on effect that they'll also be healthier, Jim, and there'll be more bikes than ever. Mm, Jim, aren't you so happy to hear it? I'm over the moon. I think... <laughs> Take me now! Oh, and it gets better for you, Jim. Petrol and diesel cars will become so expensive to run that people won't use them anymore. The right to pollute, as they call it, will speed up the move to electric vehicles. I bet you can't wait. Well, that's, I tell you something. What I'm <laughs> waiting for you. is I'm desperately waiting for the flying cars that you promised me. Yeah. You promised me there would be flying cars, and at least that way, at least that way then, I can rise above the cyclists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Into the airwaves. Yeah, then you know that day that happens to be Say, a By the way, bike. does safe cycling mean they'll put up those things that like you have in, um, like you have when you go bowling and you're rubbish at it and they put those things up at the side so oh, that yeah. your ball doesn't go into the gully? Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, so we should have that so that cyclists have to stay in their own lane. Look, you isn't this great? Isn't it? You'd swear there was almost an ulterior motive for me to bring up this subject, <laughs> uh, but I'm not what there would be. This is literally what the scientists are saying, Jim. Oh, what wow. the scientists are saying? Yeah, but it's all going electric. So uh, they're also That's saying that's probably a good thing. I've never driven an electric car. Have you? You yeah, don't have. You drove yeah, a Tesla. I drove the Tesla. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I was very taken with it at the time. Well, having I think they look beautiful. It. Which one was it? Was it the sporty looking one? Mm, yeah, it was the three series one. Yeah, so it was the sporty one rather than the big series. I sat in one once. Yeah, that's, there's nothing in it. Like, it's very, uh, that's it's what I'm very saying. empty. That, that's what I found was freaky. There was literally, it was like sitting in a, a, a model of a car that just had an iPad in it. It, it was the weirdest thing it's ever. It's like if you've ever... An, an put, iPad and a steering wheel, obviously. Yeah, if you've ever put your duvet over your head and watched an iPad, <laughs> that's like a Tesla. That's what like being a Tesla's like. And except a Tesla is less noisy than that. Yeah. Worked that one out. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it was good fun and I had a great day out and everything. 
But you know, then next time I heard an engine, I was like, ah, yeah, no, that's the real thing. It's uh, mad, isn't it? I've just been, I've just been slagged off by PJ Gallagher because, uh, de- you know, uh, fossil fuels like petrol and diesel will be will become too expensive. Yeah. And there he is talking about the lovely roar of an engine. I know, but the fact, you know, this is the thing. I know, sign. Last time I met Cara Gustenberg, she was telling me, you know, about how she has an electric car, obviously, and she's all into this, and she's, you know, yeah. she's brilliant. She's always, she's so. He's forward thinking and everything. She's just this brilliant forward thinking person. And I was like, yeah, I know, but my car put, like, I put dinosaur bones in it. And then I can go like 70 miles an hour. It's like, and she's like, you like that? I'm like, oh, I really do. I really do. Wow. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but obviously it's, you know, it shouldn't, it's a thing of the past. Eventually. But so am I, so that's grand. Um, everyday items. So here we go again. Bikes make it into this again. Um, was Different materials would change the way objects look. So we would be able to make more bicycles. Because if you think about a bike, uh, the frame has to be a certain size to support your weight. But new, stronger materials would mean it will be thinner. Uh, gyms, they got even Stephen Tinner bikes. So they can be, they can, you know, so even when they ride four abreast, yeah. they'll be actually closer to the to the edge of the what, road. What the fuck? It'll be about three inches more for you. So well, I don't know what well, you're that's, complaining That's about. good news, you know, I'm happy about that. Uh, the lots of, uh, will still use plastic, they think, but they think single use plastics will be a thing of the Thank past. Thank God for that, yeah. That's a good thing. That is, that, uh, that genuinely, if we can all get serious for a moment, people, yeah. that would be a good thing. The plastic thing is out of control, people. It it is. It is out of control. It is, and I'm all for it. But anyone who's ever used a paper straw will know that it's an absolute <laughs> substandard way to drink anything. Right? I just want to say that as right, well. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, anyone well, who's look, ever used a paper, you have to drink a large coke the size of a bucket in, te- in 25 seconds, or else it's just soggy mixture. And then there'll be the paper hanging in it. I know. Well, look, maybe some right. of these new materials will help you. Like, let's face it, that'll jump. Now that people know that PJ Gallagher's yeah. demands are for a decent straw. Yeah, there you go. I you want know. skinny bikes and a fat straw. This is what I want future Why don't people. you just bring around your own glass one? <laughs> glass straw. Imagine. Only me. I'd end up with six stitches in my leg because <laughs> my glass, glass straw broke in my pocket. Uh, <laughs> so there's that. Also, that, that's more like a pipe than it else. It'd be very suspicious. That, now, that's, now, that'd be fantastic. If pipes came back into fashion, but they weren't for smoking. They were actually for... They were like... <laughs> Portable straws. Sitting in McDonald's, <laughs> drinking your drinking your Coke through a glass pipe. Yeah, looking like Sherlock yeah. Holmes. <laughs> dear Hunter, dear Stalker, cap and all on. What's that? That is my burger cap. Uh, don't, don't you dress for dinner? <laughs> for God's sake, I didn't come to the drive-thru to look like a savage. My God, man. Uh, health as well, they say there could be a lot of leaps in health as far as um, they reckon there could actually be a cure for some cancers. Uh, women born in 2030 will live to the 87, uh, but the average age of men still much lower at 84. So we still only get, we still, it's quite a significant What, a, what a rough genetic break that is. It is a little bit, isn't it? Yeah. I suppose maybe if some of us are going to die from having a glass straw in our pockets, and I suppose it does bring the average down. You know, a woman yeah. would never die from such exactly. an injury. Uh, to be fair, that is exactly true. It's 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 generally speaking, men who try all these ridiculous things. It always is. I wonder yeah. what it would what it'd be like if I tried to stick me pipe into that electrical socket there. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, like, that's it, isn't it? You'd be found. I'd be found somewhere with the deer stalker on <laughs> and my trousers off, and a, a, a glass pipe on my pocket, and everyone would go, "What? Geez, he must have been in some weird drugs or stuff, or some kinks or something." No, no, that's just him going to McDonald's. He gets worried about cutting himself with the straw. And, and, he, and the hat he thought that was dressing up. He was a strange man, him, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But he was a man of his time, you know. <laughs> yeah, Eternal, I want to be the only one here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Tuesday, December 22nd. Thanks for letting us hang out with you, fa- uh, folks. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Good question on the WhatsApp, PJ. All the talk about the electric cars and uh, all that sort of stuff. Somebody was saying, any word on an electric motorbike? Surely they exist. They do exist. I would have um, thought so. I mean, that surely is not a big leap to get to an electric motorbike. Yeah, but, uh, amazingly, apparently it is quite a big leap because of battery size or something like that. But uh, there's been uh, Charlie Borman and Ewan McGregor. Right. You know the way they've done the long way round, the long way down? Uh, they've just finished the long way up. It's just finished on um, Apple. Apple TV. Right. And it's the longest journey ever accomplished by um, electric vehicles. And it was done on two electric Harley Davidsons and two electric pickup truck things. I can't remember the name of them. Some right. Uh, so, uh, but the problem is, it's still charging points, isn't it? That's still the main problem with electric vehicles. It's just where to charge them all the time. Like, it's grand if you, if you have the same sort of... Like, if you have the same 
routine every day and you go mm. in the door. But if you were, say, if you were a travelling salesman or something, you were yeah, so if you're heading to somewhere time. you don't know the, tra- yeah, the, the that's when you run into problems. And the charging points aren't exactly huge. And they had to, of course, it was gas. Like Charlie Bowman and Hugh McGregor, like they're. They've sort of lost touch with reality a little bit. So they're like, yes, we're going to drive from here to here. It's never been done with electric vehicles before. Where will we get the power? Well, here's what we did. We sent out this electric company to push power points in <laughs> throughout the continent of South America. And you're like, oh, okay. this yeah. is not an achievable that, thing for other people to do. Because that's what we'll all do. Yeah. Yes. Hello? Yes, I need to drive to Cork. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, would you please place... Six electric terminals for my constant and frequent journeys between uh, Cork and Dublin. Thank you very much. Like, it's not realistic yet for a lot of people to have an electric vehicle. It's not at not. all. Also, uh, Mark Spadani is just wondering uh, what exactly you were used for when you were a lab rat with those scientists. Well, I don't know, but I tell you something. Uh, it tasted delicious, and I'm going again. Listen, if you'd like to pin your colours to the mast, if you want to make a prediction, we could form PJ and Jim's almanac. It could be like our our version of Nostradamus. Yeah, we could have our we could have our predictions for twenty thirty. Twenty thirty. Like, a, like idea, our own man. little audio time capsule, and we can listen back to it in ten years and see did we get it right. <laughs> That's a really good idea. I, I was literally, as I was saying it, I wasn't even believing it. It's extraordinary. I still think it's a good idea. Like, I still think so. Yeah, absolutely. So if you want to pin your colours, make your prediction for 2030. Do it on the old WhatsApp. 87 Ireland is currently in the middle of its 52nd wave. <laughs> oh, Classic God. Hits. Yeah, guaranteed Irish. The Boomtown Rats. I don't like Mondays here at Classic Hits. 21 minutes to eight. Hit bit on the way on Double Money Week. Christmas week is Double Money Week on the Hit Bit. 1,500 euro to play for. 087-188-0008. Magic Mike is always standing by WhatsApp in the West and ready to get you on and have a go at winning all of that cash. Now, if you were with us earlier, of course, PJ was telling us the scientists have gotten together. Yes. And they've decided what Ireland might look like, what things you might expect in Ireland of 2030. Okay? So we had the scientists' view. We wanted to know your view if you were willing to, willing to pin your colours to a prediction... For Ireland in 2030, what will happen? What will it look like? What will we have? Anything like that? few interesting ones. Really, yeah. Yes, Good stuff, yeah. There's definitely a recurring one here. Um, uh, Jurassic Greg and a few others have been on to say in 2030, <laughs> Dublin will be going for 16 in a row. Hey, up the dubs. That's going to drive people mad, isn't it? 16 yeah, yeah. in a row. 16 in a row, I wow. mean. Wow. Yeah. Uh, okay, 2030. Uh, who's this from? Uh, from Luke. Uh, I, I'll be still driving my van and my missus will still be chewing the ear off me. If you're lucky. That's a very, if you're lucky. That's a very personal prediction. There you go, Luke. From Luke. Here's an interesting one. Look at that. Uh, somebody's just... Let me see if I can give credit here to, um, to Linda. Mm, I think this could, be, this could be a subtle one for you, PJ. Yeah. I predict PJ will be married with two kids and love Christmas. Oh, my God. Imagine being that detached from reality. Seriously, maybe that's maybe that's Linda's version of a proposal. Well, she's uh, judging by her photograph. She's getting married in it, so yeah, uh, I don't know. I'd I'd, I'd say there's literally more chance of flying dogs than there is of that happening. To be honest with you, you never know. Yes, we do. You never right. Okay, Uh, another prediction for twenty thirty. Oh my god, that's a bit scary. Ivanka Trump will be president (laughs) of America. Oh Which one is Ivanka God. the current? No, that's Melania's the current wife. Is it Ivanka the daughter? The daughter. Yeah, I think so, isn't it? Oh or God. is it? I don't know. Isn't the rumours that the son has his eyes set on a run with the presidency as well? I don't know, man. He's very cross-eyed. I doubt his eyes are set on anything. <laughs> They're not setting the same thing at the same time anyway, that's, that's for sure. That's true, yeah. yeah. Looking yeah. for you and looking at you. Yeah, I suppose that. maybe that's it. My eyes are set on two different things. One yeah. is the presidency, the other is whatever happens to be passing by the back of my head. Actually, that's the other thing, isn't it? It would be, I mean... You know, when we've had some of the American presidents that we've had so far, you yeah. know, as we've said many times, we thought George W. Bush was a was an all-time low. I thought that was, yeah. And then came Trump. And, and then came, yeah. I mean, you who never knows know. what the future... I mean, Kanye might have another go. Imagine he... Uh, yeah. <laughs> he must be devastated. He was there going, ah, come on, if the other fella can do it, why did nobody take me seriously? <laughs> he must be devastated after his run. Could be him. Could be him. Uh, what else is that? Uh, let me see, let me see. Um... Paddy and Cork's been on say my prediction for 2030 is a couple of pints of Murphy's after a steak dinner maybe an eating mess as well 
Paddy, Paddy was assuming that 2030 meant half eight tonight. Oh, well, good for you, Pat. There's somebody that's got a, like, a more realistic uh, grasp yeah. on what the future actually is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, 2030, according to Daz, last minute Brexit talks <laughs> will be going, going ahead. Along. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely the day. Now, how many times have we heard this? And they, they still try and big it up to journalists. Have you seen this? It's like, no, I know we've said this many times before, but this is definitely the day. We have to have an outcome. And then later, and half an yeah. hour later, we haven't reached it, but t- you know tomorrow, like? tomorrow. It's like one of those shops that always has those adds on to a sale. Yeah. Last minute, closing down sale, final reductions. That, and, yeah. then, and then a month later, the absolute final reductions. We must... <laughs> the very last chance to get two matching shoes for five euros. That's what Brexit is. It's a close, It's a never-ending closing down <sighs> spoof of the century. Uh, also, somebody's... somebody's Predicted Bowes might win the league by oh, 2030. Very funny. Yeah, I know. Well, uh, here's hoping. Here's uh, hoping. Uh, also, uh, somebody's predicted that you'll embrace your Mayoism and that you'll be sitting in the Hogan stand supporting Mayo in 2030. Right, so there, just to show how how daft people are, at this stage, I'm now married with two kids. I like Christmas and I support Mayo. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't like if I, Once again Flying dogs Ladies and gentlemen Flying, flying dogs, dogs. Um, uh, And what's this one Now we know why PJ's experiencing White lights entering his head uh, Those Right Oh he's talking about The ball of light yeah. That went into my friend's head M- Mary has basically said That um, that basically The uh, <laughs> The whole science project thing Is why you Were seeing white lights Entering people's heads Down dark alleys <laughs> It does kind of Come now, together I'm man I'm telling you, you That were, happens Were you experimented on no, I'm telling you, I had a su- we had a supernatural experience on Christmas Eve about t- more than 20 years ago. Yeah. A white ball of light came around and went into my man's head and went into my man's head, my friend's head, and never came out. Wow. I'll tell you something, he called up to the house yesterday and I missed him. I'll be devastated now, I'll be chatting to him tonight about it. We're going to have a very serious chat about it. Yeah. And he's going to turn around and say to you, no man, we were, we were in the lab when that happened. We, we were under... You were... I, I don't even exist, man. Yeah, Christmas classic. That must be on your nice list, PJ, of Christmas songs, surely. I have to be honest. I love a Mikey, a Mickey Buble song. I, I do. I, that's a good version of that tune, I it have to is, say. It is, it is. I know that Ma- Magic Mike now is literally doing cartwheels <laughs> around the house to try and get away from it. He can't stand Michael Buble, but I love it. Go, come on, Michael. Even you must have liked a no. little bit of Michael Buble. <laughs> no. Come on. No, it's, it's the a... worst sound of Christmas. I hear right. him everywhere. He's everywhere. Don't tell me that that didn't give you a little jingle jangling yeah. or jangle jingles. It gives me a type of jingle jangle, but it's not the good jingle jangle. <laughs> They're all good ones. They're all good. My Christmas classic, Michael Bublé. Christmas, baby, please come home. By the way, just before we do the hit, but I have to say, Daz, who was the, the you know, we were doing the predictions, and it was yeah. Daz who was responsible for saying 2030, they'll still be last minute Brexit talks. Yes, indeed. Right. He's also responsible for another belter. He said his other prediction for 2030 is that Tara still won't have done a full week in work. Yikes, run the Classic hits. And now, the hit bit with Super. Supermax, hitting the right notes with a 100% fresh, festive five ounce. Now that's tasty and tempting. Hip it. It's a bit of a really famous hit. It's a bit, just a bit from a classic hit. But what hit is it? Hip it. Sir. It's actually great fun being conducted by Jim on the hit bit every morning now. He's got the wiggly finger. I have to follow it. Oh, yes. Yeah, the finger of fortune. The finger of fortune. Oh, my God. It's just enough to give <laughs> PJ a treat. Uh, so there you go. 1,500 quid is what we have on double money week for Christmas on the classic hit. But here's what it sounds like. And Eddie Goss is going to go first this morning. How are you, Eddie? Well, PJ, not a butter. How is it going? You know I got your name confused. <laughs> Wait, I heard about this. Yeah. I thought it was only one of up. I couldn't for I'm the trying life. to remember who we confused Eddie with. Oh, I can't. You know, I swear to God, lads, I get slagged over being on the radio with you in work. You get so slagged for us. It actually feels weird now being off and answering the counties. Yo, I feel yeah. like cheating. Yeah, so you get slagged <laughs> for having us on the radio. Is that what you mean? Yeah, anytime I'm on, everyone in the job hears it. Oh yes, yeah, so now that you, right. now I know, I know, I know, I know that Eddie, it hasn't, I, I know that Eddie, it hasn't put you off. 
<laughs> no, no, of course not. But you actually rang me by mistake today, so... Oh, so right. Oh, I think if I win... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Eddie Goss is like some weird man who's got into our heads and we can't get him. Like, yeah. Eddie is famous for playing. What did we confuse him with? It was the birthdays. and there was There was Bross. Yeah. Matt Goss from Bross. I confused him with that, with Matt Goss. And I says, yeah, Eddie Goss. And you were like, no, oh, no. Do you know something? It's a triple-layered thing. I, I'm so confused. I, confu- I said Eddie Goss was the name of a celebrity. You said, no, he was the fella from Bross. And it turned out, no, Eddie Goss is the man who works in Dublin Airport who rings the yeah, show no, every so often. I could be a celebrity. I could, no, I actually walked near enough to the airport, but not actually in the airport. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very close, too. Very close. As close as be damned. Uh, right, right so. listen, you better take a few quid then, Eddie, while you're on. I mean, this could oh, be, yeah, it yeah. could be fate, you know what I mean? That you got the, the phone call in error. I have to try and take any guess now. Um, let's see. <laughs> Journey, don't stop believing. Right, okay. Right, Journey, okay. right. Magic Mike, what do you think? Okay, I'm, Eddie. I'm a what? <laughs> what is I'm going joking, on? <laughs> Eddie, you, my friend, are wrong, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But ah. I mean, don't give up, Eddie. Don't stop, stop believing. Inevitable. <laughs> You can't even think of a comeback one. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, Eddie, have a good day, man. Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, Thanks a million for playing. Dad, Cheers, buddy. Take care. See you, Eddie. Have a good one. Right, so Jackie Lynch is online too. How are you, Jackie? Jackie! Hello! Hello, Jackie! Oh, Jackie's, Jackie, Jackie's gone. I can oh, see she's no. gone. She dropped her lunch. She got oh, bored. No. Oh, no. Oh, see, see, that was Eddie hogging the radio again. That's <laughs> difficult. It's too hard an act to follow. No wonder, no wonder he gets slagged for being on the radio. Comes on, takes over. I know, yeah. He, I, I bet that was him on the other line as well, just in case. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you're in Eddie's job, make sure he gets a serious slagging today, right? He literally has bored Jackie Lynch so much yeah, I'm not that listening. she left. I'm out of here. She just... Uh, that's enough uh, for me. Uh, do you know what our guest was, Mike, though? Can you do the guest y- for her? Yes, our guest was uh, Phil Collins, la- or Genesis Land of Confusion. All right. And I was going to say that she could have won against all odds, but she didn't. So i uh, that. Uh, good. that. See, it's it's a time, time you're on your own, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> God, I, I, I wish I had had the sound of tumbleweed when that happened. <laughs> Get that, get that. Phil Collins, Land of Confusion. Call, Ed, call Eddie back there with your mum for a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> well done, Michael. <sighs> right. Right. Niall Boylan at half one. Christmas classic here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Paul McCartney, wonderful Christmas time. Or is it? Fry height, as we were discussing earlier, eh? They're so similar. They really are so similar, the two oh, of yeah. them. Yeah, we were talking, we played Fry Heist. Um, what's the name of that song? I'm going to have to look back now and remember what it's called now. Oh. God, I'm, my memory is so, so bad, isn't it? What well, was the song we played earlier you're on? You're relying on me. It's going to get worse, to be quite honest Keeping with you. the dream alive. Keep, that's, that's the it. one. Very right, so similar. We, we played that earlier on, and PJ and myself, and in fairness, a few people on WhatsApp, we're of the opinion as well. It sounds, the guy singing at the start sounds so like Paul McCartney. Exactly like him, yeah. Extraordinary. Anyway, listen, welcome along, folks. As I say, thank you uh, for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Loads still to come. We're going to be chatting to Ryan Andrews, Fair City star, who's also star of the Olympia Panto. It's going online. Uh, you'll be able to stream the Olympia Panto this year. We'll be chatting to Ryan Andrews about how it all works uh, a little bit later on. Of course, we've got an exclusive PJ and Jim hoodie up for grabs on the breakfast table quiz. That's still to happen as well. And we've been chatting about, obviously, in the lead up to Christmas, shopping is a big deal for a lot of people this year. In fairness, I suppose the bulk of it has been done online. But for those of you that have ventured into shops, apparently how your salesman looks... Is a big Or part. salesperson, I beg your pardon. Yeah, yes, yeah. Although in this instance, I think you'll understand why we're talking about the idea of a salesman. I think you might, yeah, I think... Although, actually, again, maybe we shouldn't make a judgment, PJ. Do you know something in this, part, in, in this instance I think we should? A new study has found that consumers, they're more likely to trust a salesperson... Mm-hmm. Yeah. With a beard, uh, rather than clean shaven, mustached or stubbly. Yeah. Now just to back so up, ladies, if you could bear that in mind, it's pro- maybe it'd be just easier to just let it grow. Okay, next week, like for example, right, we have the uh, managing director of Thunder's Bakery coming into us. Yeah. Uh, and if she comes in with a full beard, I'm not going to be thinking about cake. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. I don't yeah. think cake will you're be at the You're pinning your colours now. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah. I, I'm willing to bet that, uh, that she won't have a full beard on. But they do say that salespeople with beards 
uh, are more than much more likely to be trusted when it comes to doing their job. So they say it changes the perception of expertise and trustworthiness. Researchers have found um, that increased likelihood of sale and overall satisfaction can happen with the customer experience. So if you are being sold basically anything at all by a beardy person, you're generally more trusting of that person and generally more happy to have walked away from the situation with the same deal that you would have got from non-beardy person but because you got it from beardy person if you're following me at all because yeah. even I'm struggling with myself at the moment no, uh, that, so, that's interesting so so beards bring about a, a degree of trust in that's people. what they say I mean who doesn't trust Osama Bin Laden and Jerry Adams <laughs> or anybody like I mean has there ever been a bearded person in history yeah. that you couldn't trust? I mean, literally, I'd say I'd say Osama bin Laden. I mean, everything that came out of his mouth, you'd say absolutely. But that's it, spot on. Oh uh, yeah. Well, if I was standing in front of him, yes, absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. I under, I know. What you're yeah. Saying. I mean, none of those people you've mentioned have ever told a lie. Definitely Do not. You know what I mean? Definitely it's... not. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I told how many very trustworthy people. You know, very you know, you'd like, you would you'd be yeah. mad not to trust them really. Uh, so they say the effect was reported across numerous industries and was not dependent on the race, ethnicity, age of the sales rep or the customer. They haven't mentioned gender there. Just, I to just say. yeah, yeah. Just, to, just to defend ourselves, they even haven't mentioned gender there. Now, there's somewhere there's a woman with a full beard going. Just because I'm a woman, I'm still going. To, uh, I'm being discriminated against. But they do say so, they don't know what the reason of a beard is, right? So I'm sort of surprised by it. I have to say. Now, don't get me wrong. I know the beard thing is really popular. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of people like the beard thing, not just on themselves, but you know, in their partner or whatever. They, you know, they. Yeah. I mean, again, that sounds... I'm trying to be really gender non-specific here, but you know what I mean? Anyway, well, but I the, the only thing about it is sometimes, like, depending on the beard, like these guys playing in the background now, right? Yeah, yeah. If ZZ Top are selling you something, I don't know. I would, yeah. I'm not I'm, sure, you know what I mean? Or if you've got one of those wild hillbilly man just down the mountain type beards. Yeah, you see, this is the thing. I and he's trying to tell you about, you know, I don't know, delicate kind of... I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'd believe it. See, I don't know. I, I think it really does come down to what you're buying. If I'm buying, you know, surgical equipment, or if I'm buying, um, I don't know, like if I'm buying, if I'm, if I, even if a builder comes around, or if I'm buying a kitchen appliances and all, right? Yeah. Or office materials. I, I, I'm going to say I prefer the fella not to have a beard. Really? But if, for example, I'm buying some Wellington boots or some wolf pants or something like exactly. that. Exactly. See where I'm going with this? Yeah. It's the circumstances. If you, it is. If you want some sort of, like, outdoor manzy kind of carry on. Exactly. Then, yeah, if the guy is fully hair suit, in fact, as BJ's often saying, if he's, you know, if he's borderline silverback gorilla that's nearly a good thing oh, mind you beards aren't very manly anymore like you know no. Ha- hands up anyone in Ireland who's ever gotten served avocado toast <laughs> without a beard <laughs> yeah sorry you know, fair point actually so, yeah, fair yeah. point yeah to be fair yeah exactly yeah. The, like, the beard has gone in a different direction it's weird the way they can totally those lads who could totally contradict their own faces so from the nose down real manly beard and everything from the nose up Weird top knots and, and and little beanie hats and all. You're like, I don't. It's a very strange thing. And yeah. beards are dirty L yokes. There was a study done <laughs> in 2019. They're dirty L yokes. Oh my god. They're just, dirty L yokes. Just when I thought we'd reached the absolute apex of all the people we could offend. Here we go. Dirty right, L take jokes. it away, PJ. They're dirty L jokes. There was are a study dirty? done in Switzerland last year, right? Right. And they, a hundred percent of the beards they tested in Switzerland had bacteria in them that were dangerous to human health, right? And they said that almost half of the beards that were tested belonging to the faces of people were worse than the back of an old dog. Oh, the back end of an old dog. Well, no, like, you know, a dog. The hair of an old dog. Sorry, I shouldn't have said the back end. Just because a fella with a beard looks like the back end of an old dog, I shouldn't have compared the two as far as bacteria is concerned. I understand. And and can we also just point out that just because we're two lads who struggle to grow a decent beard that that has in no way influenced their findings in this research definitely not no at least at least I'd tell you something at least we look like normal people Jim a lot of lads out there have beards and they think they look cool and they do look like the back end of an old dog except they have teeth it's like a dog's bottom with teeth in it is what a lot of them look like 
Yeah, I think I think we pretty much covered everybody now on the. I accidentally asked the Jack Russell's ass for an avocado <laughs> on toast once, and I'm never. Got, I'm still very upset over. Crush from Jennifer Page. 19 minutes past eight here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. I knew, I knew there was going to be outrage. Oh no! You've offended somebody. Yeah. Libby's been on. Oh, sorry. To say that she is absolutely offended. On behalf of all dogs' rear ends. <laughs> <laughs> Comparing them to beards, she oh, says. Oh, I'm sorry. What I'm a sorry. disgrace. I did not mean to cause any outrage. Yeah. I was merely having a laugh. Dogs' trust will be on the line there. Unbelievable. Yeah, how dare you compare our beautiful animals to the facial carry-on of some gentleman out there. Yep, I know, I apologise deeply. <sighs> Very much so. Right, listen, 87 188 by the way, if you need to give us a shout about anything, as I said earlier on, plenty still to come. We'll be chatting to Ryan Andrews, uh, Fair City star, who's also star of the Olympia Panto a bit later on. And don't forget, of course, uh, on the breakfast table quiz, chance to get your hands on a very exclusive, a literally a money-can't-buy prize a PJ and Jim hoodie. Well, to be honest with you, I'm not sure anybody's ever offered jackandjay.com money to, for us. I don't know, but um, we're, 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 as, as of the, this present moment, uh, yes. the money can't buy or has not, money has not bought so far. A classic hits hoodie, yeah. They are very exclusive all What did we have score wise yesterday? Oh, we were. Um, it was high enough nine, was it? I think it was it nine, nine or ten. I'll check for sure. I'll check for sure. I think that's what we have to beat. If you fancy trying to get your hands on it, you can let Magic Mike know 087188008. Baby, I love your way. Big Mountain here at Classic Hits waking up happy with PJ and Jim final call for today's breakfast table quiz the exclusive Classic Hits PJ and Jim hoodie is what's up for grabs I think it's only 9 to beat buddy. oh I it's 9 so 10 to score to put you in the lead yeah, right. if you can get Beg 10 if you can get into double figures I think you'll be doing okay good good even better Magic Mike standing by as always on WhatsApp if you let him know that you fancy playing 087 as we head towards the end of uh, of 2020, good riddance and all that sort of carry on. Yeah, it, it hasn't given us given us a lot. To be fair, no, it hasn't. It's been a, it's been a right pox. Let's be honest with um, you. What it has given us, sometimes you could do without. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of phrases that have been used to death. Used to death. I've been this guilty. Year. We're all guilty of it because we're stuck for stuff to talk about. Let's yeah. be honest. It's the same old nonsense over and over again. And when this is all over, oh. that is the new phrase, the most infuriating phrase, they say, of the last year. So they say it's it's managed to work its way into everyday conversation um, more and more and more. And four and ten Reckon that they use that sentence at least once every week. I use it more than once yeah, a week. I'll yeah, be honest. Well, generally, as a way of getting out of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's, I have to say, like, I, I know it's well. an infuriating phrase, and we have used it too much, but it's very handy. It is very. It's handy. very handy for us, like when you want to do that thing where it's like, you know. Ash, listen, look, when all this is over, we must get together for a drink, yeah? Yeah. Thanks. You know what you Never in a million you, years will I call you. So you know yourself, when it's all over, I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait. Yeah, I book a exactly. table now, only yeah, we've yeah. no idea. You yeah, know. sure, look, uh, I tell you, I'd invite you in, only, you know, look. But sure, when all this is over, yeah, uh, look. We'll have a great time. Yeah, we'll get, yeah. You know, and then you get people. I've noticed these. And like thirteen percent of people say this every single day. Say this phrase every single day. In fairness, to them, they're stuck. You know, dying to do things. What gets me is when I'm chatting to mates of mine and all, and they say, "When this is all over," and then they say something they can do anyway. When this is all over, I'm not joking. I'm going to go to a restaurant on my own, right? I'm going to buy a load of food. I'm going to sit there. I can't wait. I'm going to get a big creamy pint. I'm going to... Yeah. You can do that now. Like I wish you were doing that now instead of annoying me. Like I, I ring, I book it in for you if you want. Yeah. You know? it's like you somebody a- turning around and saying, "I tell you something. Don't you know looking forward to when all this is over. I'm going to go for a for a good walk now." And yeah, but he's not. We go for a walk anyway. It's, when this is, I all know, over. but you know what I mean. When yeah. all this is I over. Know, but properly, go for a good like, walk, properly, yeah, like. good walk. You know, round like outside of five k and all that. <laughs> When this is all over, I swear to God, Jim, I'm gonna, I'm gonna join the gym, and I'm gonna go there every. They're open now. You have nothing to do. There's yeah. a bit of that goes on, yeah. but I do understand where it's coming from. So they've done this research of two thousand adults, and they've revealed the use of the phrase. It's, it's driven by a, just a desire for normality again, essentially, and especially now that we're all looking yeah. at going into lockdown again before the end of Stevens Day. Or That's whatever what I mean. It it's, it's. I think it's said half the time more in desperation. It is, yeah. Like as in, yeah. When, when all this is over, it's kind of a way of trying to remind yourself that it will be over yeah. 
Sometime. Sometime. Because, Jermaine, at the start, it was all, ah, it's just for the short time now. And, you know, just hold on. It won't be long. And we'll all be back together. Oh, it won't be long. Now we're like, oh, yeah. Right, it's going to be ages. Right, it's going to be ages. But at but least... when all this is over, when it's DJ, all over, Jim. You know, oh, I can't we'll be able to stop ta- We'll be able to stop talking about it. Yeah, yeah. So I, it's, uh, that's the thing, isn't it? It's when it's all over and we don't have to say these stupid phrases anymore. When we don't have to say lockdown. When we don't have to say... Pandemic. Pandemic. When we don't have to say, you know, basically any of these phrases that we're getting so used to all the time. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't wait. I, I, I actually can't wait. I tell you, say, Jim, when this is all over, Jim, I swear I'll never say any of these words again. Christmas classic, guaranteed Irish too. Of course, fairy tale of New York from the Pogues with Kirsty McCall here at Classic Hits, just 10 to 9. Thank you for waking up happy with BJ and Jim. Happy Christmas and a uh, happy birthday for the 29th, by the way, to Sarah. Okay, we got a, an email in from Maeve, BJ, yeah. to say that it's Sarah's birthday on the, uh, on the 29th. She's going to be eight. Happy birthday on the 29th. And, uh, and Orla is four or whatever. Obviously, we're not going to be around on the, uh, on the 29th. No, I mean, as in, we won't, in terms actually. of yeah, we on the show. Here. Yeah, yeah. I sincerely be... hope we're around. Same here. I mean, yeah. age hasn't caught us that quick, surely. <laughs> but anyway, so ahead of time, uh, happy birthday to Sarah. Hi to Orla as well, who's four. Sarah's ace. They, um, they love uh, listening to the show every morning and particularly the breakfast table quiz when they get into the car and they sing along to the breakfast table quiz. So, Sarah, Orla and the rest of Ireland, are you ready? Breakfast table quiz. It's time for the breakfast table quiz. Win the best prize out there is. Try to get the biggest score. Hope the next call gets the more. It's the breakfast table quiz. The breakfast table quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie. Right, day two of what is a short week on the breakfast table quiz this week. Only four opportunities to play and what a prize to play for. The much sought after. It's like the, it's the holy grail of hoodies, it really, is. this one is. It it's, really is. Say something. Tell you Harrison something. Ford would have set out on a quest to get his hands on this particular he would, hoodie. He would have risked being flattened by a boulder in the tube yeah. over this thing. I mean, nearly, it's almost as dangerous because to get one, you have to go to Kildare. So it's nearly as dangerous as what he had to endure. It's a rocky road to it get is. things that are worth it in life. But it's pretty cool. Courtesy of JackandJay.com, we have another highly exclusive, much sought after, classic hits PJ and Jim hoodie. And at the moment, it is nine to beat. It certainly is. So ten will put you into the lead. And Lisa McCarthy is going to play this morning. How are you, Lisa? Morning, PJ. Morning, Jim. How are you? Very well, Lisa. Thank you for asking. Merry Christmas to you. And the same to you and yours. What are you up to today? What's going on for you? Uh, I am... We're technically out of the office now for Christmas. We're working from home, but oh, I was right. in the gym now this morning, so I'm home now again from that. Oh, Fair pretty enough. good, yeah. Listen, good your secret's safe going. with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I must just say, you've actually made two people happy now in this house talking to me, and you've just played a fairy tale in New York, which is Dad's favourite Christmas song, so he was just listening to that there as well. Oh, brilliant. What's Dad's name? Uh, Tom. Tom. Tom McCarthy, how are you? Now tell me this, Lisa. Is he, is he a, was he a fan? Of, did he hear the Bon Jovi version? Oh, I don't know. Right, yeah. That. No, don't, yeah. Let, don't, don't let him hear it. No, no, don't <laughs> let him hear it. For God's sake, do not let him hear that. He'll be mad like... Yeah, I think so, yeah. He'll be like a squirrel that's nuts or something. Right, so Lisa, Lisa, I assume that you play along with the breakfast table quiz each morning, do you? Are I you... do. I, yeah, I do. Actually, the road I travel on, I usually I, I go down to Waterford City and I usually lose you in Dungarvan, but I go on my app and it plays through the car in the app, so I don't lose you in the morning then going down. <laughs> right, <laughs> Clever yeah, Lisa yeah, yeah. there, see that? Ingenuity. Yeah. She's like well, the, she's, Lisa MacGyver should be her name. <laughs> well, you have us loud and clear and in the house and all, and you're, all, you're dad there to slag you off if it all goes wrong. So, yeah, exactly. so we're, all, we're, all, we're all in it together today. Right, yeah. let's, let's try for the double numbers at least, Lisa. We need 10 to get you to the top of the leaderboard. Are you ready to play? Yeah. Best of luck, here we go. What E is a word used to describe the wearing away of rock by water? Erosion. Where, what country is the second largest in the world? Is it China or Canada? Uh, Canada. A meteorologist studies what? Rocks. Weather. Peter Crouch is famous for playing what sport? Soccer. How many dwarves are there in Snow White? Seven. What is the name of the female villain in 101 Dalmatians? Cruella de Vil. What is the name of the largest rainforest in the world? Amazon. What is the number 10 in the French language? Uh, duh. What is a baby horse called? 
Full. How many athletic events does a decathlon contain? Ten. What is the name of the ocean that separates the USA from Ireland? Uh, Atlantic. How many degrees are there in a circle? 360. Who is credited with forming the theory of relativity? Uh, pass. Albert Einstein, what is the largest mammal in the world? Uh, blue whale. Arachnophobia is the fear of what? Spiders. Where was the 2016 Olympics held? Uh, pass. Rio de Janeiro, who hosts the chase? Um, yes, yeah. it is. I have a feeling that you did very well. Your elf won't be slagging anyone this morning. <laughs> There'll be no slagging going on. I tell you something, he'll be bowing in front of you, Lisa McCarthy. Think so. Because you have a score of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Oh, oh my God, that is huge. Lisa, that's a huge score. Oh, I was so worried. Joe, when you play along in the car and you're like, oh, I know all of those. And then when you actually do it, you're like, oh, I'm going to get my five. I know. I tell you, it happens a lot to people. It does, they, yeah. They oh. come on and it, it just goes horribly wrong but not for you Lisa McCarthy a score of 14 <laughs> that's well amazing. into the lead thank you how do you how, how do you look in purple by the way is purple your colour oh it totally it's my, it really is my favourite colour oh my god brings out your eyes does oh, it? <laughs> <laughs> Lisa listen top of the leaderboard in prime position for the PJ and Jim hoodie well done have a cracking day Thank you, you too. Thanks a million, guys. Cheers. Bye-bye. Christmas classic, but uh, one very much on PJ's naughty list of Christmas songs. That's the worst one now, that. <laughs> Chris yeah. Ria still driving home for Christmas. Must be one of the longest drives ever done by anybody ever. On, honest to God, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, Paul McCartney fought a war and everything in the meantime. Like, a <laughs> couple of them actually... Oh, jeepers. Anyway, listen, Christmas classic. We were talking earlier on about how there's uh, certain things about Christmas that are absolute, you know, mainstays, absolute stalwarts. And of course, it is the um, uh, the panto is one of those very things. And we have a star, a star not just of the panto, star of Fair City, a star of, of stage and screen, a star of dancing with the stars. That, that, how many that, 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 stars can you get into one bloke's name? I don't know. It's incredible, isn't it? Unreal. Ryan Andrews, good morning. Good morning, lads. Thank oh, you I'll so tell much you for the introduction. Well, i tell you something. PJ, you could learn a, a lot from this guy. This guy has best actor awards and everything to his name. Yeah. I, yeah. I, star of stage. Star of stage and screen and everything you yeah. can imagine. I tell you something, Ryan. Why, what a, how, how's the year been for you, actually? Because it's been you a weird what? one. It's actually been a mad year, lads. It's been so strange, you know, from going from the madness of Santa with the Stars. And literally, the Santa with the Stars ended and the lockdown came in, like, right the week following afterwards. So it's like, you know, everyone at home or they're listening it affected everybody, you know, the industry was kind of gone, but, and even with regards to Panther, we thought that Panther wasn't going ahead, so now it is going ahead, so it's kind of like the end of 2020 is after kind of lifting back up again, which is great. Which is great, like. yeah. yeah. But tell us, how does a Panto work now this year? Because obviously it's not the you know, packed theatres. What's the crack? How does it run? Do you know what? It's actually mad, right? Because we were, as I said, we thought it wasn't going to head. So what we've done was we actually, we recorded it and we're back in the Olympia Theatre and we recorded it basically live with five cameras. It's a massive, massive big production. We recorded it over four days and we're still actually just tweaking it out the final little touches and it's going to be up online. So it's basically the exact same show that people have loved and seen over the last couple, 16 years. And that's going to be transferred then onto the screen. So it's incredible. To be honest, I was t- we were talking earlier on about this, and I was saying to PG, I actually think, in a weird sort of way, I know there's a you know a lo- elements of the of the live sense of yep. kind of going out to something for some people. And okay, maybe that won't be there, but I think there's an element of this that will suit a lot of people because it's 100 in their I- own home. They can gather around their kind of you know their TV, their screen, whatever it is that they're going to watch this on. And you know what I mean? You've got all the home comforts and you can still do the whole family thing with the panto. Exactly. And I think this year, more than any other year, lads, that it's actually different, you know? Christmas will be different this year. It's not like everybody going out. People, families are coming together. I know it's certainly, with my family, we're going to be around all together this year. Normally, we, you know, we go out to different family members and my brother might go away. But we're all sitting in this year. So to bring, and I said, you, we can't, you can't come to the Olympia panto. We're bringing it to you. And also, there's another big thing regarding pantos online. This can help, you know, kids with sensory issues or just people that we've been getting messages going, 
they've been coming for 16 years but we can't make it because you know the nanny is sick so it's kind of like we're keeping the tradition of Panto alive and you know what It's it's. I think it's the year to do it lads absolutely yeah. I absolutely. think it's a great idea it reminds me years ago there used to be this thing called the Monte Carlo show on a Saturday night <laughs> remember that and it used to come on on a Saturday how night how old are you Gallagher what is that I'm, I've never heard of that before PJ what's that that's because you're a very young talented aspiring <laughs> actor Ryan you were, you were oh, too busy working you Ryan. were too busy working or being bored and everything when those elfers are watching the Monte Carlo show with our old lads uh, but it has that big show feel on a big show feel still on the TV yeah it does and that's one thing that you're always worried about because it's like if you watch any footage of even like a, you know a comedy show PJ or whatever it is and when you think when you watch it back you're like oh I thought it was so much better in my head so in a way of like sometimes what we did was we actually captured every single moment so it is literally as if you have a front row seat to the Olympia Panther and I'm not just saying that to sell tickets around because like it streams and stuff but I genuinely believe that this is really going to be kind of a, a special show so it's like it's a fairy tale it's called Once Upon a Panto so we basically created a whole new original fairy tale that you know Polly, Ollie and the fairy godmother we go in and we save like basically save all the panthos Cinderella to the ball we get Jack up the beanstalk Aladdin out of the cave Elsa and Anna back together all in one oh hour oh my god so it's, it's, like, it's like it's a, a roller coaster it's like Brilliant. a greatest hits of panto <laughs> that's incredible <laughs> And you know what? You you get a mention as well, so uh, you just have to be <laughs> oh, Then it really yeah, is like yeah. the Monte obviously, Carlo show. Obviously, the ugly sisters are in it then <laughs> yeah. if we get a mention, I tell you. Hey, <laughs> Come here. There, Listen, Ryan, before we get the details about how people actually access this, I mean, how long have you been doing Panto? Because, I mean, you've been... You're hey, the you've, been, you've been an actor and, 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 yeah. and a performer or whatever <laughs> from, I don't know, from three or something or six <laughs> or something or God knows what. Uh, 16, I think this is my... 16th, 17th year in the Olympia Panto. Oh alone, my yeah. God. Amazing. You're, you're a veteran of Panto and you're only, what are you now? 27, but I'm actually retiring. I'm feeling old. Now. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting too old, lads. Yeah. Oh my God. 16 years or something in the Panto. That's incredible. And I love it. And it's one of the best things. And it was actually, it was a very hard thing that, you know, during the year, it was, I think it was around even the June, July when everything was very uncertain and we definitely, like, you know, that was when theatres were closing and it was a real blow. I, like, and it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't a financial part. It wasn't anything. It was actually just going, what do I do? Like, as in, this is, it's not just a show. It's actually part of who I am, you know, 16 yeah. years, every Christmas. So now that it's back up and running, yeah, it's, we basically get the best of both worlds. We get the panda and we also get Christmas off for the first time ever, basically. Wow, that's, yeah, that's incredible. So listen, you better give us the details then for people who are, who are into this. And I do think, I genuinely think this could be a, it could be a big thing idea. for a lot of... A lot, it could be potentially a new audience who may not be yeah. sort of um, traditionally kind of associated with the panto. I think the idea of being able to access it in their own homes and bring, gather uh, the kids around and do all that sort of people stuff. People to be disgusted they have to go out to it next year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So how do, they get, how do they get on board? Where do they go? What do they do, Ryan? So for us, it's very simple. You go to the olympiapanto.ie and then you go online and then basically it's a stream and it's 15 euro for your whole household. So it's very cheap. It's very reasonable. And it's from the 23rd of December right up and through to the 3rd of January. And once you buy that link, it, that can be streamed, you know, at any time then throughout that. So, you, you know, you, you stream it once or whatever, but it doesn't have to be on the 23rd. It can be right all the way up anytime, anywhere Excellent. until the 3rd of January. So whatever suits you, that's, it's kind of, it's valid for that traditional exactly. panto uh, sort of period. And it can be when the kids are running around 10 o'clock Christmas morning, whenever it is, stick yeah. the panto on there and keep them quiet. Ah, oh, deadly, deadly. Love deadly. it, love it. Listen, Ryan, best of, best of luck with it. I think it's going to be a huge success. I think it's really going to work. As I say, it's brilliant idea. you know, whatever people feel like they might be losing out on in terms of that whole sort of sense of heading out to the panto, I yeah. think they'll make up for it by being all the comforts of home, kind of, and having the panto, as you say, brought to them, which is pretty cool. Listen, I hope it's Thanks a huge so much, success, Ryan. Listen, and for yourself as well, hopefully at some stage stage next year we'll actually get a chance to, to get you in and have a proper face to face with you Brilliant lads I just want to say thanks so much for all your support Classic Kids FM my, all the background team you're always so great to us and we really appreciate all your support so. no oh, problem Ryan we're the soundest men on radio yeah. everybody says yeah. it yeah. everybody I says it to you PJ I didn't mention you there <laughs> <laughs> take care Ryan man. Happy, Christmas, lads. Happy, Happy Christmas, Christmas good luck, to you. Good luck. <laughs>